Hello, this is Mark Richter with another episode of Linux for the Layman. Want to feel safe, secure, and capable when using your computer? This is for you if you want to succeed and know you can handle your computer tasks with ease. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Linux for the Layman. Today I'm going to go through some basic terminology that it's very helpful to know if you're going to do anything with Linux. Strictly speaking, most of this terminology applies to most computer systems, but this one is specifically focused on Linux systems. We'll start with the operating system, or OS, which is the software that supports a computer's basic functions, such as scheduling tasks, executing applications, and controlling peripherals. The kernel is a computer program at the core of a computer's OS that has complete control over everything in the system. It is an integral part of any OS. It is the portion of the operating system code that is always resident in memory. The Linux kernel is at the core of all Linux distributions. A driver or device driver is a computer program that operates or controls a particular type of device attached to a computer. These devices are often referred to as peripherals and they include pretty much everything outside your system box, your monitor, your keyboard, your mouse, your speakers, your printer, anything that you have attached to the computer it can be referred to as a peripheral and every peripheral must have a driver integrated with the OS in order to function. Here's one you're going to hear a lot in the Linux world, distro. A distro is a distribution of an operating system such as Debian, Ubuntu, Red Hat Enterprise Linux, CentOS, Fedora, Manjaro, Arch Linux, Gentoo. There are many of them. Each one has a slightly different flavor to it and there are some that are really more user-friendly for desktop users than others. I will not go into that here or we'll go into that another in another episode. A GUI or graphical user interface is a system of interactive visual components for computer software. A GUI displays objects that convey information and represent actions that can be taken by the user. The objects change color, size, or visibility when the user interacts with them. A GUI is what you see when you log into most modern desktops. You log in and you get a graphics display that shows you icons, a taskbar or panel, and so on. That's your GUI. The other major interface is a command line interface, or CLI, which processes commands to the computer program in the form of lines of text you type in a line of text and the command line interface will execute those commands for you. The program which handles the interface is fundamentally called a shell, also known as a command line interpreter or command line processor. A shell is actually anything that interacts with the user to provide the basic interface. So your GUI has a graphics shell, your CLI has a command line shell. Command line shells run on terminals. A terminal is an electronic or electromechanical hardware device that can be used for entering data into and to transcribing data from a computer or computing system. 
A terminal is basically your monitor and your keyboard as they interact with the operating system. If you typically run a graphics shell, which most of you I'm assuming do, there is a terminal window that you can bring up to do the command line processing and interface. When you want to bring up a window, there's a piece of software called the Windows Manager, which is the system software that controls the placement and appearance of windows within a windowing system in a GUI. It's often also called Desktop Manager, and while there are actually slight differences, you can use the terms interchangeably. The Window Manager is what determines what your graphics uh, windows look like, what the icons look like, what the top bar and the outlines if you have them look like things like that are belong to the window manager new is a term you're going to hear in linux circles a lot new which is spelled g-n-u technically is an os that is free software that is it respects users freedom the new os consists of new packages programs specifically released by the new project as well as free software released by third parties the development of new made it possible to use a computer without software that will trample your freedom. In other words, you didn't have to pay for it. Today's new is typically coupled with Linux to form a complete OS, which is technically called new Linux, but most people just refer to it as a Linux distro. GNOME, G-N-O-M-E, is a free and open source desktop environment for Unix-like operating systems. GNOME was originally an acronym for New Network Object Model Environment, but the acronym was dropped as an acronym because it no longer reflected the vision of the GNOME project. Today's most recent version of GNOME that's available on a lot of systems is GNOME 3, and there are still some versions of GNOME 2 around. They work very differently. Another lightweight desktop environment for Unix-like operating systems is XFCE4. It aims to be fast and low on system resources while still being visually appealing and user-friendly. I can personally attest to that because that's the desktop manager I like, XFCE4. It's the one I use all the time, and it's available on a great many distributions of Linux. Second to last term I want to bring up is Linux Mint, which is a community-driven Linux distro based on Ubuntu, which is itself based on Debian. And it comes mint, that is, comes bundled with a variety of free and open source applications. The one other term I want to introduce is panel. In Windows, you have the taskbar. There's the start button, and there are quick launch options, icons that represent the windows you have open, and a notification area. In Linux, this is called a panel, because it's not really a taskbar, it's a multiple content piece of the screen that shows you a great many things and the panel is where you go to start programs or switch to from one program to another or to bring up the menu for what else you can do on Windows that's called the start menu and Linux it's called by a whole bunch of different names I don't have a single one for it so I'm going to crib the Windows term and call it the start button and with that, I'm going to end this episode of Linux for the Layman. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me at linuxforthelayman at gmail.com. I answer questions and I accept 
constructive comments freely. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for being here. I hope you'll tell your friends about it if you find this useful and that you'll come back for another episode of Linux for the Layman. Bye for now.